Let's go, let's go. Happy Monday, everyone. This is the Monday, April 12th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Settle in. We're going to get you in and out in under 10 minutes, as always, with everything you need to know about today's action. All right, boys and girls, welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Alongside Tyler Foljam, I'm Joe Fortenball. Hope you all cash some tickets. Courtesy of Hideki Matsuyama and everybody else at the Masters this weekend. Before we get started with today's bets, Tyler, huge news in the gambling world, courtesy of ESPN. Wednesday night, ESPN 2, beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern for the Sixers' next game. Kazarian, you, me, and Kendrick Perkins doing the company's first ever bet cast, an opportunity to watch the game in an alternative fashion as we are discussing wagers throughout the course of Sixers Nets Wednesday night. Can you believe it? I can because you know this gambling space and the TV space as well, the broadcast space, are converging and moving towards an experience for the viewer, for the gambler, where they can watch the action live while having some sort of betting analysis in the moment. We're going to be basically doing betting play-by-play while watching a matchup between two teams that are favorites out East. I cannot wait, Brother Joe. Yeah, buddy. ESPN2, Wednesday night. We're going to have a little pregame show beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern for Sixers Nets. Be sure to check it out. Be sure to let us know what you think afterwards. Speaking of the Sixers, they're in Dallas tonight. They're laying two and a half. It's a 7.40 p.m. Eastern tip-off. You got a player prop in this game. Where are you going? Joel Embiid over 27 and a half points, got to lay 120 right now, but Embiid um, is, you know, fully healthy now after coming back and playing four games from the injury. He has a 34% usage rate, which is the second highest on the slate behind, ironically enough, the guy I'll share the court with, Luka Doncic. I don't believe the Mavericks have a capable defender to limit Embiid's efficiency in the paint. Here's a guy who's averaged 25 points per game since his return, but has only played 30 minutes. I think with this game expected to be close, I think the spread's only two, two and a half. Embiid should get his 32 to 34 minutes. And if that's the case, I think he goes over 27 and a half points. All right, let's head west. Utah's laying 11 and a half against the Washington Wizards tonight. I'm going to play the Jazz in the first half. Lofty spread minus seven. But here's the angle. Go back to March 18th, just under a month ago. These two met in Washington. The Wizards beat the Jazz 131-122. Utah fell behind by 11 after the first quarter, and they were down 18 at the half. I think the message tonight is going to be relatively clear. Do not allow what happened in that last game to happen in this game. For as great as Utah has been this season, that was a black eye on their record, losing to a team like Washington in that fashion. Utah is number one in the NBA in first-half scoring differential. They're number one in the NBA in scoring defense. Conversely, Washington is 25th in first-half scoring differential, and 29th in first-half scoring defense. So I'm going to lay seven with the Jazz in the first half over the Wizards. Anything in this game you're looking at? Yeah, player prop here as well. Donovan Mitchell should be the focal point of the offense, even more so than normal in this matchup. Why? Both Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson are out tonight against the Wizards. We know when you see the Wizards on the schedule, you love the matchup. From a macro and micro perspective, this is a team that's first in the NBA in pace and 26 in defensive rating. And with Conley and Clarkson, two dominant ball handlers out of the lineup, 
Donovan Mitchell sees a 6.1% bump in his assist rate. So I'm going over six and a half assists. You get even money on that because this game should be fast paced with Donovan, not only scoring for himself, but creating for others because there'll be no other creator out on the floor with Clarkson and Conley out tonight. All right, let's head even further west, all the way to the West Coast. Denver's laying four and a half at Golden State. I think it's a cheap price. I'm going to play the Nuggets. Now, the Nuggets just played yesterday, and then they had to travel to Golden State. Meanwhile, the Warriors were out off on Sunday. So I think that's why we're seeing the cheap price. The angle I'm looking at here is the fact that Denver had an eight-game winning streak snapped yesterday against Boston because they completely fell apart (laughs) late in the third quarter. They were up six at the half. They were up 14 late in the third quarter. And then the Celtics went on a 31 to three run. They closed the game on a 40 to eight run. In fact, Denver scored just eight points in the second half. That game ends. Your winning streak ends. I think you shower, you meet with the media, you head to the airport, you fly to Golden State, and you are pissed off the entire time that you lost a game like that. Meanwhile, Golden State's been falling apart late in the season. Some wins here against bad teams, but they haven't played very well against good teams. James Wiseman suffered that torn meniscus in his right knee. He could be done for the season, although I don't think it's official yet. I'm going to lay the four and a half with Denver here. Any thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think uh, I'm in line with you. I think the Nuggets do bounce back. That's one kind of narrative that I'm playing to after that embarrassing third and fourth quarter against Boston yesterday. I'm going to attack the total though and go over 226. We know Denver is one of the most dynamic offenses in the NBA, especially after adding Aaron Gordon, but they had a wretched offensive performance against Boston that dropped them to fourth in the NBA in offensive rating. Meanwhile, Golden State is second behind only the Wizards in pace in the NBA. So they give you more possessions. And I think giving Denver more possessions in a game where they're likely going to have some positive regression. And then that just angst and anger about putting that bad performance behind them is a good recipe for the Nuggets providing a lot in terms of the total. We know Steph Curry is there. So he'll, the Warriors, I'm not worried about them providing points as well, but 226 seems a little bit low given this spot for a team that likes to play so fast in Golden State, a team that is so dynamically efficient normally not uh, withstanding yesterday in the Denver Nuggets uh, with what they can do. So I don't think there's a a matchup for Nikola Jokic as good as Draymond Green is. Uh, Jokic just bigger and stronger and can pass over him and get get the ball to guys like uh, Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon. So I think the Nuggets bounce back. I think they uh, score a lot of points in this one, and the total goes over 226. Speaking of overs, let's close on this. Pelicans, Kings, totals 233 and a half. I'll play the over. The only question here is what number they'd have to make this for me to not play it or to play the (laughs) under. I love playing overs with these two teams. They're both 27th or worse in the NBA in points allowed. They both rank in the bottom three in defensive rating. Sacramento's top 10 in pace. And the over has cashed in 21 of New Orleans' last 27 home games. Now, some will look at the Kings and talk about how there have been a lot of unders cashed in Kings games as of late. There have been. But it's coming against teams like San Antonio, the Lakers, the Pistons, slower tempos, not exactly explosive offenses, mid-level defenses, or worse. I don't think that's the matchup here tonight against a team like the Pelicans who wants to get out and run. And the Pelicans, I believe, are playing their third and four nights. They don't play defense to begin with. Given that scenario, I don't see a whole lot of defense happening here. Total open around 231 and a half. Got knocked up to 233 and a half. So the early money is on the over. (laughs) And that is where I'm going to be as well. Alongside Tyler Folgem, I'm Joe Fortenball. 
That is it for today. Under 10 minutes as promised. Please do us a favor. Do not forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Helps us tremendously. We really appreciate the support. Remember, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, ESPN2, the company's first ever betcast for the NBA, Sixers Nets. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.